Hi, I'm Sarah Schweig of the Center for Court Innovation, and today I'm speaking with Sarah picard Fricci and Lenore Cerniglia, authors of new research about gun violence in Brooklyn, New York, and an approach to preventing it in the Crown Heights neighborhood. The new report, Testing a Public Health Approach to Gun Violence, details a comprehensive impact and process evaluation of Save Our Streets Crown Heights, a program that started in 2010. Save Our Streets is based on the Cure Violence model, which treats outbreaks of violence like epidemics of disease, taking a public health approach similar to campaigns that have addressed risky behaviors such as smoking or not wearing seatbelts. Thanks for speaking with me today and welcome. The Save Our Streets Crown Heights approach to stopping gun violence, known as the Cure Violence model, uses violence interrupters to prevent shootings before they happen. Can you speak a bit about the origins of the model and who these violence interrupters are, what their background is, and what violence interruption actually looks like in practice? The origins of the SOS model, the Save Our Streets model, um, it comes from Chicago. Um, The first program of this type began in 1999, and it was designed by a public health scholar named Dr. Gary Slutkin. And um, essentially, violence interrupters are just a piece of a multi-pronged model, but the violence interrupter's job is to go into a community where they are familiar with um, those folks who are at high risk of becoming perpetrators or victims of gun violence, and uh, work directly with those folks to try to come up with, to, to mediate the conflict and come up with alternatives to gun violence as a solution to the conflict. Great. And, and where do they generally come from? How, how do they have that kind of expertise? Um, well, they're considered under the model credible messengers essentially because they have a background that um, is either they were gang involved or possibly perpetrators or victims of some kind of violence, if not gun violence in the past. Usually they're from the target community, but if they're not, they are um, currently living in or are familiar with the target community. So that means that they, and so they've also sort of turned their lives around. So they are able to talk with the folks that are currently um, involved in the violence about about how to change. So they go out into the community, they um, find the folks that they knew before they turn their lives around, start talking to them, find out what the current conflicts are, go find the people that are involved in the conflicts, and try to work with them directly. Because this approach is about prevention, I would imagine that evaluation is kind of tricky in that you're trying to kind of gauge the amount of violence that was prevented by this approach. So what was your methodology like for this research, and how did you get the numbers that suggest to you that Sabre Street's Crown Heights is really working? Well, it is difficult to evaluate. I'm going to let Lenore speak about the impact evaluation, which is how we measured the reduction in gun violence in Crown Heights. So first of all, we used a quasi-experimental design where um, we took the shooting numbers from the NYPD for fatal and non-fatal shootings for the Crown Heights precinct, as well as adjacent precincts um, to Crown Heights that had similar demographics and um, crime numbers. And we took that those numbers in addition to the numbers, shooting numbers for Brooklyn as a whole for um, a period of approximately 17 months prior to um, the start of SOS as well as 21 months following its implementation to see if there are any changes as well as the trends that were going on. So um, our idea was if we can look at what's going on in Crown Heights beforehand as well as these similarly matched areas in Brooklyn as a whole 
then we can see once Crown Heights has been um, been going on for some time, if these changes are also either a reflected in these similar areas, or if crime was displaced um, from Crown Heights into these adjacent precincts. Testing a public health approach to gun violence gives the numbers that the average monthly shooting rates in Crown Heights decreased by 6%. In surrounding areas, uh, shooting rates increased by 18 to 28%. And that suggests that gun violence in Crown Heights was about 20% lower than it would have been without Save Our Streets. Did the report consider whether violence was forced out of Crown Heights into the surrounding areas, like you said, the displacement of violence. Yes, and we were able to test that by looking at um, the number, the shooting numbers for Brooklyn um, as a whole, okay. for the whole borough, and we found that the whole borough was going up at the same right. rates as these surrounding precincts as well. Um, so Crown Heights was kind of that you know, jewel that right. was actually decreasing um, while surrounding precincts and the entire borough were increasing right. at much higher rates. Right, places far away right. from Crown Heights. So... The report also shows that over 100 potentially deadly conflicts were mediated by violence interrupters since 2010, and that violence interrupters mediated conflicts involving more than 1,300 people. It also showed that Save Our Streets increases residents' confidence in the power of community to prevent gun violence. Uh, why is the confidence of the residents uh, so important in violence prevention? We have previous research which essentially shows that community-level values and community confidence in, um, in the ability of their community to uh, solve shared social problems has a very real impact on actual, the actual problem. So in the case of violence, the lower the tolerance at the community level for violence, the lower the violence regardless of whether the average community member is involved in violence themselves. So it's, it's basically a concept of um, collective efficacy. Mm-hmm. And what the norms of your community are affect what, the, what your individual behavior is going to be. So in this, in this project, we found that, that there was a change, a very significant, statistically significant and substantial change in um, the way that a representative sample of residents in Crown Heights answered a question, the question being, how likely is it that community mobilization campaign to bring down violence would actually bring down violence? And many more people said that it would after the campaign than before the campaign. Well, maybe one of you can talk just briefly about what a shooting response really looks like and why that is so visible to community members. What they are is a targeted response to an actual uh, shooting event that has happened, and it happens within 72 hours of the event. And typically they bring out folks who are close to the victim and other community members who are angry, upset, saddened about the levels of violence in the community. And, and they make basically a show of themselves um, as a way, and, and the message is essentially, we won't tolerate this anymore. It's not just to remember the victim, but to let the, the folks know out there that are involved in the violence that the community won't put up with it anymore. And they call it um, a vigil, a shooting vigil. A shooting yeah. vigil. Yeah. You know, many factors, as you... I'm sure you guys know, um, affect violence levels in communities. Was it difficult to attribute decrease of violence in Crown Heights as opposed to, you know, other methods like stop and frisk? Well, um, 
initially, um, when we were first trying to figure out uh, what precincts we were going to compare um, Crown Heights to, we made sure that we didn't pick any precincts that had other specific programs going on. Um, like stop and frisk and other NYPD policies are citywide, so we would expect that they would be going on just like you know in Crown Heights as well as the surrounding precincts such as Red Sky or East Flatbush. Um, uh, so we also made sure that we took time periods that wouldn't overlap with other other you know prevention programs going on in that area. We did also look at arrest numbers for um, those precincts as well as for Crown Heights in that time period to make sure that there weren't large roundups of people being arrested, which would then possibly also drive down numbers. And we didn't find any significant changes over the time period that we were looking at. Right. So the arrest numbers were steady over the period. Right. We don't see if, if some, they had done like some huge sting, you would expect like a bunch of arrests, and then a lower violence rate the next right. month. Right. And we didn't find that. Why is it important to evaluate interventions like Save Our Streets, and what, what can Save Our Streets SOS itself take from this report moving forward, do you think? Um, well, as researchers, we think evaluation is the most important part <laughs> of any program. Um, no, I think that, in particular, these programs, because they are multi-component, and because they are community-oriented. It's not like a laboratory where you can measure one mechanism that produces one result. There's a lot going on, and the folks on the ground in the program don't always know what's going on. So as researchers, we try to get a big picture, and the way we build that picture is to do our best to measure every single component. I think the folks in the program can, can and I actually went there last week and talked to them and told them this, can, can be very proud of the work that they've done so far, and they're actually quite data-oriented down there, so they're already kind of looking at you know, where they can improve in the future. I do think there are questions regarding the program that, more specific questions that would be great if we could answer. We don't know for sure when someone reports that a conflict is resolved that it actually is resolved. And I would just add, I think, for um, Cure Violence as a whole, mm -hmm. um, this shows that um, the model, when adhered to closely, can be replicated in an inner-city with um, a dense population um, because it had been tried in Chicago and Baltimore and many other cities. And so this just shows that, you know, it could reach a different type of population and um, kind of area. Right. Every city is different. So the more right. positive evaluations we get, um, the more confidence we have in the model. As right. well. well, it's been great speaking with you today. Um, I'm Sarah Schweig, and I've been speaking with researchers Sarah picard fricci and Lenore Cerniglia about gun violence prevention and the role communities can play in stopping conflict, as well as the importance of evaluating Evaluating innovations like Save Our Streets. To find out more about the Center for Court Innovation or to download the new report on Save Our Streets Crown Heights, visit our website at www.courtinnovation.org. Thanks for listening.